Hi there, I'm Glenn Savile, and you're listening to the Always Race Day podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome in to uh, episode like 159-ish or something, something close to there. That's okay. It doesn't matter. We're going to get to our big story real quick. First, I want to thank uh, the fine people at the Carlotto Group. They're our presenting sponsors. They're our presenting partners, uh, and they have been all season. They allow us to do what we've been able to do this year and uh, hopefully um, long into the future and what we can be able to uh, grow always race day into. But We'll give a couple more shout outs to them through the show. I want to hit on the main story here with High Limit officially purchasing uh, the All-Star Circuit of Champions from Tony Stewart. I'm Connor Ferguson. We're going to be talking about it uh, probably the entirety of the show. Might talk a little bit about stuff that happened this weekend, but I really want to get this out. I got Josh Gerlach uh, with me on the shirt. show tonight on the shirt yeah your name always gets me into a roller coaster with my tongue it is hey you said it right so that's good yeah everything after that though flummox right (laughs) small small, uh, baby steps yeah right so uh it's the world of outlaws like only off weekend of the year only scheduled off weekend of the year um and this uh this news was announced it has been heavily rumored heavily we've mentioned it on this show uh if you're a every show listener you've heard about it plenty of times uh and the rumblings have been non-stop i think uh kind of since the knoxville nationals around that time of the year um when everyone kind of started to get word of this uh Josh, what do you think? It's finally official. Yeah. Like I said, it's, it feels like it, it's been going on in the background for a while. And and that's even from kind of what we had heard. It, who knows how long this has been going on, but, um, there's so little that that's been put out so far. Uh, I'm, I'm really curious to see just how, how wide the shockwaves go. Uh, I don't know if, if some people grasp that this could be a, a very like seismic event in the, the form of sprint car racing or in the sport of, of sprint car racing. And uh, yeah, I'm really curious to see what uh, what comes next. Yeah, and I think uh, that kind of is one of the questions for, especially the the more casual fans of. Uh, I, I saw it riddled around uh, social media today, and I know we asked for questions. We're going to read them at the end of the show, um, but one of them that I, I saw frequently was. Well, they they're buying a regional series, so now they have a midweek series and a regional series, and are, they're supposed to be World of Outlaws competitors. Well, yeah, uh, for one, the schedule is not just going to be this year's high limit schedule and last year's all star schedule combined. I promise you that that is absolutely not how this is happening. Um, they have a national reach now. The All Star Circuit of Champions was what we would probably consider a regional tour, what I would tell casual fans was a triple A series, but you don't purchase the rights to those drivers. You're not purchasing, you know, anything that happened on that schedule this year, because you have to go organize those dates and organize your schedule uh, for 2024. And that schedule battle is going on right now. Um, As you guys like, uh, we'll, we'll get to, the schedule details later, but the reason this was announced today and not after the world finals or not until PRI is because they're battling for some bigger dates. They've reached out to tracks. They've had tracks reach out to them. Um, it is all going to come to the forefront in 40, wait, I added wrong 67 days. Yeah. That's 67 days. Not a lot of time. No, not in, especially in sports and I don't want to say sports journalism in the industry that we're in 
schedules are typically planned and planned and planned and pieces come together. This is a, and don't get me wrong, they've still been working on stuff before this. This is not, hey, we're not talking about it until we announce it. Um, this is going to be something that a lot of news breaks in the next three months. So I, I love that we have always race day for it. Like I'm very excited for this to sit back and <laughs> be completely separated from anything. Yeah. And I, I just got to cover it. Right. That's, that's all beyond uh, sticking up for uh, Lucas dirt yesterday. I can't be too negative opinioned after, <laughs> after that. I didn't get flamed in the comments or anything from that, but I, I know a lot of people disagree with me and they don't want to hear why I think it was uh, entertaining race, but back to sprint cars. Um, just looking at what we might see from next year, what, what's the biggest thing that you want to see, Josh? Uh, I definitely have thoughts on this. I think kind of zooming out from the first is like, I think it is pretty important. This is a big deal too. Like from, from everything that I've gathered, you know, it's Kyle and Brad, but there's also flow behind this too. And that's not a small company when you look at flow sports. Um, so that, you know, Brad and, and Kyle really want to try to push the, to get more money into the sport of sprint car racing. Well, this is sure a good way to do it, I think. Um, so I think that, that aspect, the, the financial, but yeah, I, I, I also am a little apprehensive too on what that could mean for other series and regions and just the national landscape, uh, of, of sprint car racing in general too. So, um, how you want to pick that apart, I guess I'll, I'll leave it up to you, but, um, I think it's a net positive right now. I, I still am curious to see how, you know, zooming out a little bit, five, 10 years down the road, what, what something like this looks like. Yeah. And I, I think one of the big things about that is, is to look at, you know, what is the world of outlaws going to do? Exactly. Uh, that, that has not been mentioned by a lot of people whatsoever. Uh, and you know, they want to, you know, stay in front of this. They've had other series come and compete with them before, and they've won every battle. They've been through this. They, they've been taking a lot of punches here recently though. If you look have, at the last have. year since this started, they've, they've been taking punches and really haven't thrown a lot. So that that's really, I'm, I'm curious to see. And you know what the difference is really is I, I'm sure there's people that shared that opinion. The, Okay. So let me, let me go big picture here. So what used to happen back in the day was, and you know, if, if I'm completely wrong, show me in the comments, please get on the YouTube comments and just roast me, please do. But I think you will trust what I'm saying, hear it and go, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But at dirt tracks, it's the same people kind of around. You're kind of in a traveling circus. Okay. If there's a negative opinion shared by two or three people and the right two or three people are around each other, where they're just all going to complain about it. It is going to turn into an echo chamber at some point, no matter how many, you know, Oh, this, these people are doing this. These people are doing this or the common one I got yesterday with the Lucas thing. Oh, well, NASCAR's ratings dropped since the nineties. Like we, we need to go attract all the disgruntled NASCAR fans that left because of the chase for the championship. I don't know where the hell you got that. Cause the ratings have been up the last five seasons. Yeah. Like serious. And I've never once met a disgruntled NASCAR fan that said, I want to get back into racing. Let me pay $150 a year to watch flow. It's a different product. Not that, no, Na NASCAR not, that, not, not to divert. It's a different product than what it was 15, 20. Years. Absolutely. is. absolutely. is not, uh, not what am I competing? Not debating that, not debating that. Um, and flow has great prices, not, crapping on flow, but 
you have this echo chamber of people that they're all sitting there like, yeah, yeah, you're onto something here. You're right. I think you're right. I think you're right. The world of outlaws do treat us like crap. This sucks. Screw this. Well, you know where you didn't have that? You didn't have it on Twitter every single day for like the last five months. Bitching, moaning, no matter what decision they make, no matter when they make it, whatever. And I, I've had my share of critiques. I try to give people credit when they deserve it. I try to point out things when I feel someone was being unfair, when I feel someone was wrong. And I've always said, open invite. If you're an official or a, a body that wants to come speak on this show and respond to it, open invite all day long. We'll never turn someone down that wants to. Never had somebody ask me. So the social media aspect is really making you look a lot worse because it might be the same amount of people that are just throwing words out in an echo chamber thinking there's Welcome absolutely minority. yeah absolutely no consequences to it it makes the outlaws look bad to every casual fan reading the comments below so i think the the public perception is kind of with high limit right now i don't even know if that's the right phrasing i should use on that and i don't even think there's much of a, a sides to the quote unquote civil war yet, but it's just a different dynamic than what we've ever seen in the past. And by the way, the two guys running the series is your five time champion and the most popular driver in dirt racing in the last 20 years. At least going from guys who yeah, started racing in the last 20 years, I would say runaway Kyle Larson. And it, it, I'm sure Chase Elliott has more fans with the NASCAR thing because of who his dad is and stuff. But I'd put Kyle right up there with Chase uh, as far as who has the most and who's, whose fans are the most vocal, especially on social media. So there's a lot of layers to looking at it. I'm excited to see where this goes and see how it differentiates from those old times. And I'm gonna reach out to a lot of my older friends and, and ask them for similarities and differences and stuff as, as this thing goes along. You love, but like that's leading right into what I was going to say too, is I, I am curious. I hope that, uh, um, have to get your dad on a show. Well, I am older than you too, Connor. I, hell I could I be put your, you up there with friend. one of the old guys. <laughs> But no, I think that, uh, I hope that they do take this opportunity to try and differentiate a little bit. Um, because like you've said, it's kind of like a traveling circus. Well, if you look at some or listen to, I mean, even some all-star stuff or, or outlaw things, um, the, the people that are on the grounds, you know, that's, that might be their, their one and only time of seeing a show like that, uh, in, in the program and, and kind of the way things are done may not get repetitive, but if you're a diehard that that's watching on flow or dirt vision, and it, it's like the exact same thing over and over, um, being able to inject new things, new, whether it's a format or just ways of, of breaking up the night from a broadcast perspective, racing perspective, they've kind of done that a little bit with the choose cone and, and the, uh, like the, 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 the dice thing, the, the dice roll. Yep. Um, so I, I do like that. Hopefully they, they continue to, to push it a little bit. Um, but keep the, the fabric of, of, you know, sprint car racing and, and kind of what that has been for decades. Um, because if you try to pivot, I think like what you were getting at before too, with NASCAR, if you try to make huge changes really, really fast, you can just turn off a big group of your fans and you still got to get new ones back if you're like to try to get that product. So, um, there isn't really a lot that we know, you know, out in the open right now about how this is going to look yet. So, 
Um, I'm, I'm personally just kind of thinking that this is just the all-stars rebranded and we're going to get something similar to that. I'm glad you said that because we do have some. We always have some at Always Race Day. That's a personal <laughs> guarantee for me. How about that? All right. <laughs> but okay, knowing knowing Brad and Kyle's um, history, they're both California racers. They're helping out with uh, Silver Dollar Speedway. They, I think they're co-owners technically. Those two. I don't know if they're owners or they're pro promoters for sure. Yeah, it's those two and Colby Copeland. Um, and I'm not sure if it's owner or promoter. I'm sorry to forget that title. I'm just having a total brain fart. So that's on me. I apologize. That's some, not all, usually, right? Um, but that that will be the Gold Cup Race of Champions, I assume. Fighting dates on the schedule. You are going to have and see that on the high limit slate. The World of Outlaws and their history out West, and especially in recent years, and I know a lot of this is wildfires. This is not a indictment on the World of Outlaws or anything like that, but they haven't had a lot of trips out there, haven't had a lot of races there. So knowing that those are all California guys surrounded with Silver Dollar uh, or Chico, um, I think you'll see the West Coast swing be on the high limit schedule for sure. And that's yeah. where, if you're thinking this is going to be anything like the all-star schedule, that's a stark difference because they never went west of Iowa, right? Right. And think of the product that, that like California, NARC and all of them are putting on to like getting some of these more, I, don't, I feel bad even saying like household names, but like the, the guys, the, the used to be two West coast swings with the outlaws, right? And, and they only did the one. Yeah. You, get those guys it was two, right. It was two. And then the mm -hmm. fires canceled the first one in 2020, maybe. Either that or COVID. I can't remember. That one was, I would say that one was probably COVID and the fires were 21. That makes more sense in my head. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're probably, we're probably a year off either way. <laughs> Who actually knows? Um, but no, I, I think going back to kind of, wanting to have that portion of the schedule or wanting, you know, this event to go here, this event to go there. I, I think it's important that you just support, you know, both series and, and try to keep the popularity. If you're a fan and it, you know, look at IndyCar. Uh, I love IndyCar. I love what they're doing. They're trying their damn asses off over there. I think you should give them a shot if you want to watch some kick-ass racing. But when that split happened, it completely tanked the popularity of the series. Now, yeah. I'll raise you that when the PGA live split happened, the people on the internet love reading about logistical things that are going on. And I think that aspect, that social media aspect can help in this thing to entice fans to be like, what the, what is this I'm reading? Why is Why are there so many words in this press release? Not that many words in the one we got today, but uh, it's going to be like, a, it's going to be a really interesting off season. I, in, thank God I can finally talk about it in like open, open air. <laughs> There's so many, like, uh, we, we had to take a part out of a podcast at one point. <laughs> that was, that was a fun video to edit. It took me like an hour and a half. Don't, don't ever say I don't work hard guys. <laughs> no, but, uh, I guess what I already asked you, what was the biggest thing you wanted to see? Um, and we can talk a few more about that type of stuff. Um, the, the big question mark that is on the schedule right now, that's still, I don't know either way, um, is Ohio speed week. What are they going to turn Ohio speed week into? I want, I wanted to know what you think they should go, which way you think they should go with Ohio speed week. I mean, I just from like, Oh, like oversimplifying it. Like I was saying earlier, 
I would just assume that they would, it would just be the all-star like kind of using the base of the all-star schedule. Um, I know that there's been turnover or at least it's been reported that there's been turnover with some of the outlaw officials. Some of the all-star officials have been let go. Um, but you, you would probably not turn everything over and lose all those relationships. If you're Kyle and Brad, that wouldn't make any sense. So I, I would just assume that it's going to be there. If it looks the exact same as it has been recently, I don't know about that. Um, but it would, it would make sense that they would keep that. I don't know why you would want to get rid of it. it you know, it's, it, there's a lot of sprint car drivers in, in that area that make those shows really good. And if, you know, if you're infusing some more cash, like they talk about, you know, like that's part of the reason for this series, that's only going to bring more too. if, if you're already have a, a, a big base of drivers to, to start with. So um, I would be disappointed if it goes away personally. Yeah. And uh, this is a good talking point. I, this isn't going to be a debate though, which is probably the opposite thing I should say then. But um, like, personally, I'm indifferent on Ohio Speed Week, but I think a large part of that is I've never gone there to check it out. Um, it is a long drive. Don't get me, don't get me screwed up. Uh, if the logistics ever work out, I'd love to at least cover half of it sometime in my life. Not no disrespect to the Ohio fans. I, you know, I hope they have some sort of a speed week just to, you know, even if it's not high limit sanctioned and they keep it going organically, that'd be very cool to see. Um, but there, USAC has two speed weeks, right? The Lucas oil late models race, like in super late models in general race, like 25 out of the first 27 race days of the year. It's at your, the market and the share of everything and the dates, it's a little crowded, especially where Ohio speed week is usually placed at. Um, and you rarely, I, do you have trouble remembering who wins speed weeks? I mean, the, it is tough because you have so many damn races, which is great as a fan, though. Like, especially those fans out there. Yeah, I know. It would I, suck if they go away. Cause it's the college football they, they bowl argument. You know, there's no reason to get rid right. of the Bahamas Bowl, especially if yeah. you read that kick-ass Reddit post of uh, the guys giving beers to the security guards and then letting them into a bowl game for free. It's No one's complaining about free sports, right? All I was saying was, like, I'm only indifferent on it because I've never been there. I've never checked out how special it was, and there's a shit ton of speed leagues. Um, I still want to see them do it regardless. Uh, I know there's going to be some bases uh, surrounding high limit that are from Ohio. So hopefully the prestige isn't there, or at at least it's. Yeah, no, you got got representation if you're an Ohio sprint car fan in, in high limit. So don't. Yep don't don't jump the bus or anything there um i'm just looking at all my questions that i wrote down. i was gonna say i think that kind of leads into one of the something i was wanting to talk Go about but i saw yeah, ashley it. on twitter or x uh mentioned you know the trick doing down. that it's just twitter we're just doing twitter, we don't need to, we don't need to correct Twitter's ourselves dead. and say oh it's x now no elon musk tried to make every company he's ever been a part of <laughs> named x it's the dumbest dead. x x is alive uh, no, but like, what's this with the trickle down effect? I know privately oh, yeah. I, I've mentioned that multiple That's times. The, and, yeah. Question from Ashley Zimmerman. Thank you for leaving. Yes. Yes. And and we kind of hinted at it last week or, or whenever we recorded. Um, that is something that I kind of worry about because if, if from, from the outside looking in, this kind of looks like, Hey, world of outlaws, world racing group, we're here and we're coming for you. Right. So if that is the case, <clears throat> and you have say 80% of your platinum drivers that jump over to run high limit, 
well, you're not going to probably have the world of outlaws with three full timers. So yeah, I know that, yeah. that Justin Fiedler had mentioned on, on one of his shows that, um, you know, they might go to the gum out or something like that. Ho- hopefully the, the, the hierarchy is kind of like we, you were saying outlaws, all stars, and it kind of fills a, a gap there for a national tour, more of a regional kind of dipping into a national, but still fairly regional, super regional, if you will. Um, if that we're, we're throwing space. super in. We're, you know, <laughs> that, we got we got many ways we can go with this, and I'm still gonna that, call every big race a major. Please, if do that, that segment gets with us. you know gets left behind, what's that mean for the sport? It's well, there's you know I've said this on here many times. Sprint car racing lacks a ladder system. Yeah. Why do we see guys hot lap and qualifying and, and cause issues in hot laps and qualifying at major events? And then we all complain about it. And then it's, if they're old, it's their age. If they're young, it's their age. If they're from Pennsylvania, it's that they're stupid. Only one of those is true. I'll let you guys figure out which one. It, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, it, you know, there's a lack of a regional series. When, when you want someone to, yeah. to or, sorry, not lack of a regional series. I didn't mean that. I meant a lack of a ladder system. When you want someone to get into a sprint car and be competitive in a 410 someday, are you going to start them out on in, in 305s? Well, I've had people tell me that, especially at Knoxville, um, and I'm sure other tracks too, you know, pick whichever one you like. Uh, you start in 305s, okay, well, this teaches bad habits. This is not going to teach you to be a better driver, but you, you can sure learn a little, but you might have bad habits going up. Okay, well, what about 360? It doesn't pay for shit. Doesn't pay for shit. My, our friend of the show, I'll, I'll put names in this one. Eric Bridger got out of the sport after he set the record for most 305 ones at Knoxville. Sure, you can argue competitiveness in a 360. He's humble. He'd probably say, I didn't have the speed to do it. His guys didn't have the money. That's what it was. They weren't making a profit running 360. They were getting eaten out of house and home running 360. So you, that's not a viable ladder system than what it's. Right, you're going to jump into a 410 and you're a weapon and you shouldn't be out here. Well, yeah. Where the hell are you going to go? Now you're at a 410 and you're at a Knoxville weekly show every week trying to learn at Knoxville. Okay. Well, your short track package or like body of driving style on short tracks, yeah. that's going to diminish if you don't race one all year. Same that's with four races a month, maybe yeah. if, if you get with, them all in. Same with a medium track. There's a lot of big events at Knoxville. You're not going to have tremendous um, results right away unless you're Ryan Timms. Right. And don't, don't even comment about his decline. I don't want to hear it right now. We're talking about different shit. Pennsylvania, California set up a little better for training grounds. Uh, and I, I applaud both those states for that. That's fantastic stuff, but it, there is just not that much of a ladder system whatsoever in the sport. And if you wanted to do something to respond to high limit, it's a damn big thing to do. And I know some people, I, I have this on no authority that the world of outlaws were ever thinking about buying devil's bull speedway when they found out it went up for sale. That is that I'm not reporting that whatsoever. I saw people that wanted that, especially in our comments. That was the number one comment I got all week, last week, leading up to devil's bull. They obviously didn't buy it. Okay. Do you, well, what would be a pretty big negative when another sprint car series comes up to the rise to start this split, this battle? would be a big negative spending a large chunk of change on something that overall really wouldn't be that helpful It'd be a money pit 
Yeah, eventually. in this in this battle. And yeah, they could have looked at the books and just said, well, we really don't have the money to try to okay. figure out why that's going on. And that's uh, no shot at Devil's Bowl too, but it's, it's a dirt track and you can only race some, you know, run so many events and it takes events to be profitable. And I do think that like there's some aspects of the trickle down thing in, in weekly series and stuff. And I, I just think with what weekly series are right now and, and who is streaming them, one, like if it's not on Dirt Vision or Flow, I think you have a lot lesser of a chance to succeed. And a lot of those promoters don't want to hear it that have the weekly shows. But two, tracks trying to start up weekly series aren't going to have very much luck because everyone's going to other tracks on different days. So unless you want to start a Thursday night weekly tour, or not tour, I guess, but weekly series at, at your local track that is new to the area, you're you probably shit out of luck and it, you look you go look at what tracks that aren't necessarily like top of the list or like davenport they went to the route where you have more big events through the year rather than weekly events and that's kind of the model i see working in the future i'm not completely lost on weekly races we still cover weekly races we go to them you know but it's really tough to get a casual fan to go you mean the same guys race on the same track every week yeah okay i don't know if you guys heard that voice in the podcast but i'm back had to take an important phone call nothing to report to you guys you guys are the losers in this whole situation because now we got to figure out what the hell we were talking about 15 minutes ago and i have no clue where we left off nothing's happened so i don't know <laughs> well Kirk Cousins has already thrown an interception. I thought the game started at 7.30. Turns out it was 7.15. So <laughs> seven minutes in, we're, we're already – I'm sure Brock Purdy is throwing a touchdown in about 25 seconds or so. And so if you see me frantically typing on my phone, I'm posting the video on Cyclone Fanatic. So that's that's <laughs> what's going on now. Um, but, no, with, with, uh, with the high limit uh, versus the outlaws thing, it, it, this is going to be – two national tours against each other. There are going to be some things that look different next year, and it's going to be very interesting over the next few weeks. Um, I do have some questions lined up from people. Quite a few uh, in the always race dimension. So forgive me while I find these. The Twitter app just crashed on me again. Yeah, it's because it does. Twitter's dead. It's X, Connor. We've been over this. I know, and I'll I'll switch when everyone else switches. But like, I need everyone else to switch because I just don't. I, I have like so much time in the day, and I don't I don't even spend enough of it on Twitter anymore. You can tell from my tweets, like when I check Twitter. I, I swear to God, like <laughs> pay attention to it. You can tell when I'm on there, and it, it I just don't have time until everyone else makes the switch too. Too many social media platforms. While, while you're scrolling, I, I did see in the uh, the Facebook. Yeah, I actually looked at Facebook. Oh, um, yeah. Do the, yeah. If there's any people, questions on there, because I never checked the Facebook on my phone, but I, I don't ask for questions. We're, we're kind of wondering if if this would be on flow. Yeah, I think it's all but guaranteed. <clears throat> this, this, uh, yeah, flow, flow 2000%. Um, and yeah. if you're wondering if Brad Sweet is going to race with the World of Outlaws next year, I would tell you that 99% chance of no. Yeah, so your potential defending champion is would be jumping ship there. That's that's notable and something that I was going to mention as well. And I, I would um, say, I think... That's a different dynamic too. You have the owner of a series racing full-time in a national tour. 
you gotta, we, we talked about that a little bit with the Larson and, um, can't remember their, their track Missouri shit. Um, uh, but wait. avoiding conflict of interest in like, if, if Brad races in, Oh, oh I, was it Lakeside? It might've been Lakeside. Um, but th- there should be zero ties to officiating calls or anything like that. Um, if, if you're going to be a competitor. Well, if the damn world of outlaws wouldn't have given Brad Sweet seven hundred minutes in the work area. Yeah, right. As, as a as a olive branch extended. Come on. Yeah. Stay and we'll give you extra time. The conspiracy <laughs> theories are some of my favorites because right. usually if they obviously like the normal ones are annoying, like that one, but like they get funny. <laughs> But this just gets outrageous and then oh you just like, can't help but laugh you're yeah, <laughs> someone's yeah. gonna read this and think it's true hopefully <laughs> not but goddamn, that's good that's that's a good thought um one of our number one fa- i'll call blaine one of our number one fans for sure he's on the he's mount rushmore of always yep. race day fans from day one uh blaine kupka kupka should probably ask him how to pronounce his name since i'm going to say it on here uh he says what do you want to see from the sprint car series next year and what do you actually see happening next year that's i love how he phrased that because that yeah those are certainly two different answers you want to start no you start okay Uh, what do i want to see i want to see the choose cone remain prevalent that's a big thing for me i love that rule um i think every racing series should uh, take advantage of that fantastic rule. Um, I want to see it covered on the broadcast extensively as closely as you can follow it. One of the negatives on NASCAR's end, um, between Fox and sometimes NBC, usually not NBC. And it depends on the time of the season. Ask me about what the TV provider for NASCAR is pissing you off with. And, and you can get from that fan base almost exactly the same thing in February and in October. And it's two different channels broadcasting it. So um, what do we really want is the question. But no, I, I want that like covered big spotlight um, on the choose cone and, and where people go. Uh, that's a really big thing to me. Format, I, I want the format to be easy to follow. I've always said that. I'm, you know, if you're, I said this on the podcast last night, if you hated the Lucas Dirt Championship format and you're craving for more inverts in late model racing, you're a loser. You don't know what the hell a gimmick is. And it's a buzzword is what it is, but you're a damn loser, okay? The all-star format and how they qualify is super hard to follow even when you have times in front of you. I hate that aspect. I want to know where the first qualifier is gonna line up in his heat race. I wanna know where the second guy is gonna line up in his heat race. And you're probably saying, well, it's really easy. It's just this and this and this. It's a good concept. Yeah. Laying it out, it's like, holy hell. You got it on one page, but you had to put Times New Roman eight point font and that's how you got it all to fit on one fucking page, right? That's that's confusing. I don't wanna see that for the fans, especially the casuals that are gonna tune into this because they're a fan of Kyle Larson racing in NASCAR, right? Or they're a fan of Brad Sweet because he went to Kyle Larson's Indy 500 testing. Believe it or not, that's people see that and they go, oh, that's sick. I heard, I've heard that guy's name before. He's a World of Outlaws champion. Why don't I check out the series he runs? You know, put it on the broadcast too. Like that, I hard. I don't know if the last time I saw a format on screen for a regular show, All Stars or Outlaws. Well, the Outlaws yeah. one is, is straight up, which I I love that aspect. Why are we qualifying for hours on end to put the fast cars? 
further back on. Now, that's where the dice roll I love is because if you want to go further back and you're creating that extra excitement, you're not, you're doing it organically. You're doing it with the promise of more money if you go further back in the field and you're doing it at a random number, which yeah. can come back to bite you sometimes, but it, overall it, it's the best way to put something into a format that makes it different that isn't a complete like pure quote, racing quote unquote gimmick, right and i still i hate that word it's a buzzword doesn't mean anything it really doesn't because this whole sport and in, in what dirt racing is becoming is a major event weekend sport when the majors come everyone's watching that's the whole point of it okay that's it's racing and entertainment don't yeah you, it's you, like the guys that race through outlaw schedules they're going to race at all the majors that's the only conclusive series you're ever going to have unless you merge all the national national tours and i don't see that happening anytime soon unless in five years the outlaws high limit and lucas dirt all merge together to form two super series which talk about a lifelong dream that would be awesome we all know there's too many egos in rooms to make that happen. Not talking about anyone specifically. That's a phrase I took from the arena football world. I swear to God. Um, but yeah, that, that, as far as wants, um, someone commented, uh, hold on, on our post, because I reached out, like, what do you guys want? Uh, Ethan Ennis, that's, this is his comment. He says, keeping Blake Anderson as the announcer. I would just like to co-sign on that. I also tweeted that out as well. And So okay. that's what I want. Do you want to do your wants first? Um, I, I kind of have touched on some, I can like okay. sprinkled through. Is there anyone um, different than what I said? You can just agree with me. I don't care. Uh, from a format, I would like something slightly different, just not playoffs, but, um, something. Oh, oh you didn't give me a chance. I want Bristol dirt as the site of the championship. And I want, uh, only two drivers to be eligible for that. And I want the playoff rounds every week and we cut off two. We got it solved. That's, that's exactly what I want now. Yeah, completely um, tongue in cheek. Yeah, no, I, t I wholeheartedly agree that it needs to be easy to follow. And I mean, if, if you're trying to, because I mean, like it or not, you know, sprint car racing is definitely growing. I don't think this happens if, if it's not, uh, but it's still a fairly, you know, niche sport and you have to make it accessible to people that might, like you said, might be coming over from the NASCAR world or, or who knows what, but easy to, to consume and, and understand what the hell's going on on, on the track. Um, but like pump the guys even more like the people that, um, you know, that sign up to, to race the series full time. I think the outlaws have gotten a little bit better, uh, with, with doing that recently, uh, you know, kind of showing more of, of behind the scenes with these guys, but do it even more. I mean, you got the, the resources of flow behind you. Um, you got people that, that do great work with that. So, um, do that. And I was thinking too, you know, trying to, to think of other ways, like within the season, making, you know, races that might be a little more mundane or they might not have the sexy name or the, the sexy title and that it's a, a special show, but try to make, you know, stretches where you might have those kinds of races, make them feel special still too. Um, whether it's, you know, money or awards or something season awards, I don't know. I, like I was mentioning earlier, I think this could be a, a way that, that you could reimagine certain aspects of, of sprint car racing and with some really good resources behind it too. And, you know, kind of see if, if you could reshape things a little bit. And then the, uh, the back part of that question is what do you actually see happening? And I think down, you know, down the road and what happens, um, by February is, uh, 
not by February. What happens from February after is a different conversation than what I think is going to happen before. And I think we have to see what happens before to see what happens in February and then on and all that. Um, I think there will be deals being made left and right. There will be sales pitches being made left and right. There already is. There are different areas, I should say, that beyond just money at the end of the season and a championship purse beyond, you know, minimum this much to win, this much to start, uh, beyond what you see um, in the current day and current age of sprint car racing. And uh, I'm not necessarily saying we'll see who's the better salesman, because if you look at this from afar, a, a zoomed out point of view, well, We've ran the World of Outlaws however many seasons as a team, and the five-time champion that won again this year is leaving the series. And if I want to go race with them, I'm going to face Brad Sweet every race. I'm going to face Kyle Larson in a lot of races. Uh, This competitor and this competitor are going over there. Shoot, as long as they don't drop our purse, that seems like a pretty advantageous deal to me. Yeah. Um, one thing you'll see, you'll see a world, world of outlaws, world racing group response, but that will happen. Yeah. That yeah. Happens, oh yeah. They, they, they've raised, they've raised the purse almost every year. Um, I've talked to a few representatives from different teams. I won't name any names. Uh, what I said about those hypothetical teams in the last sentence was not about anyone specific. I was just making a Give an example. Person. Yeah. Um, but I will, I will say a lot of teams are looking at the schedule, um, I will say today there's, I, I would just say to don't be surprised with anything. And I know I'm not giving out anything to you guys there. Um, all I'm fluid situation. Yeah, it's, it's fluid. It's it, today they're committed to this series and tomorrow it could be different. Um, I was going to phrase it in a way that leaves that door open. Um, but that's just not good reporting either way. Cause I'm not, I'm saying the same thing I'm saying now. So I don't want to allude to what teams have said, what to me, um, a lot of teams waiting to see what the schedules have on them. So that's the first thing. And, and then the deals are made and you ask what deals are, what is the extra benefit program on the high limit side? What is their tell money going to be? Is it going to be similar to the allies? Is it going to double the allies? Is it going to be less than the allies? Um, and you have to weigh all those facts when you're, um, all those numbers, not really facts, but you have to weigh all those numbers when you're trying to choose which series to race, which would be more lucrative for you. Um, I will say, I would not be surprised, uh, if the outlaws, I'm sure the four race rule or whatever, I, I don't think, I don't see them going away from it. I don't know. Um, it certainly uh, did its job for what it was supposed to last year. Maybe they open that up more to try and sell it. I don't sell teams on bring like sell teams on coming to their series here. You can race eight high limit this year. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that big number. We doubled it, right? There are perks that come with, with the limitation of, of only being able to race X number, you know, the the clause that we'll just call it the clause yeah it's not just a hey you, you're gonna race with us but you can't race with anybody else there you know there are perks right. there won't i don't think neither i don't Whether think people like series, enough i don't think either series is going to turn away 
a driver from the other series coming to race their event. And that is a big key difference between the CART IRL split and, and the PGA Live split. Massive piece to that, because the PGA and Live also had exclusivity of don't come here, you don't want to see you. There is far less of that in sprint car race, and that is good news for the fans. I will tell you guys that much. Yeah. That's speaking of, of good for fans. So I, I do think that this is exciting um, because it is new stuff. You know, it, it's a lot of new is going to come out of this for fans, but I feel like this is almost a, a move that should excite more drivers that, you know, based on, you know, just what Kyle and, and Brad have said in the past, why they're doing this uh, or some of, you know, one of the reasons that they're doing this um, and, and boosting the the money that's coming into the sport. Um if that, you know, is that a symptom of what has happened with these other series or, you know, a, a lot, there's been a lot of veiled or maybe not even veiled shots at the outlaws from, from like Brad and, and Kyle. So hopefully, you know, WRG has, uh, has some pretty smart people at the top two. And you would think that, that hopefully this would kind of be a look in the mirror moment and be like, Hey, what have we done to get to this point? What can we do going forward to, you know, maybe quell the rough waters that we got, we've got going on and, and keep the guys that we know that we have, at least for now, um, and, and create a better product, not only for, for them, but also forget that, you know, fans that come to the this races or, and, or watch online with the streaming platforms, you got to keep, you got to keep those people and you cannot alienate, you know, a segment of them. Cause I think honestly, the worst thing that could happen is the, like the PGA live type scenario it would be very bad for, for the, the sport. If it's, if you start segmenting fans like that and it's like, Oh, I'm not going to watch a race. Cause it's the outlaws or screw the high limit people. They, they left the outlaws. I don't think that's good. And I, I don't see that happening. Um, cause it's just a different type of fan base in my opinion. Um, but, but hopefully, hopefully the powers that be can, can l learn from this and, and see how to make it better for everybody involved. All right. Well, I got our, our big thread of comments. We kind of spread them out. I had multiple tweets asking people what they thought and what they I was going to say. I was looking for them. Yeah. Uh, so I'm reading the best ones. There's entirely too many to read all of them. I apologize. Uh, Cody Gump says, forget Ohio Sprint Speed Week and make Indiana Sprint Speed Week a thing. Um, that is, he's talking about 410. Why not both? Yeah, he's that. talking about bringing another Indiana speed. He wants to see Indiana get a speed week for four tens. I don't think you'll see that because of what Ohio is. What, uh, what it's another uh, flow property right now too. You got USAC stuff. What if you saw some partnerships with uh, like the midgets and non-wing guys? Yeah. Um, who, you know, who knows what that can bring. I'd love to see that though, especially have one be the support, have one not, who knows. Or just alternating nights or something like that. That could be a hell of a, that could be a crazy week. Be fun. Uh, do, do, uh, our, our guy, uh, Pete Pistoni, uh, he is a reporter, um, in motorsports, uh, Sirius XM is, uh, what he is on, uh, usually. And then, uh, he's more of a NASCAR guy, uh, but don't, He's a great guy. I disagree with his take here. Fantastic dude. Uh, we love him here. Uh, Damon has job shadowed with him. Fantastic dude on, on all accounts. He says inverted starting lineup. So 90% of the feature winners don't come from the front row, front row like it does with the outlaws as well. 
I disagree with that thought. I don't think the feature winners always come from the front row. I think we have plenty of passing in sprint car racing, no matter what format you use to get there. Uh, and I don't think that putting fast guys in the middle of packs behind slower cars generates good racing. I think more often than not, it generates early wrecks. So I don't want to turn this into a format debate because I know your thoughts on inverts and stuff um, and the playoffs, uh, but I could argue um, the reason I, I dislike the playoffs is because it, it diminishes the hard work that you've put in all season. And I think that, um, it's just, I'm contradicting myself. I'm thinking through my thoughts here. Um, but I, I don't like, like when you look at outlaw heat races, for the most part, they are some of the most boring things that happen throughout the race night, because like Pete said, you're lined up by your speed and you just have the fast guys out front, um, things happen, you know, it is racing and, and stuff happens. And I, I agree with you. I would push back a little bit on the feature winners always being on the front row, but I think there is a, a mix, uh, a balance that you can get with some type of a, a format where, you know, fast guys still have to pass cars throughout the night instead of, you know, maybe being quick time, you start on the pole of the heat when it you, you're in the dash and you happen to draw an eight. So then you have to pass cars. Um, I think that there's a, a, a way that you could tweak that format a little bit. We've kind of already talked about it too. Um, but yeah, I, I tend to agree with kind of the, the, where he's coming from there. Um, I'm only reading this comment because the profile name it's Ross crash Dane. He says <laughs> he wants to see Alex Bowman back in the ABR sprint car, uh, but does not want to see him break his back. Yep. That's good. We, I I mean, you that. both co-sign on everything of that statement. So absolutely. Yeah, there was uh, keeping Blake Anderson. I want to reiterate that point. I really want to see that. I love Blake. I think he's one of the best voices in this sport. Um, I'll call him the best. He's my friend. That's a selfish statement. He is my buddy. Uh, but I love Blake. He's fantastic. I hope you enjoy listening to him. Uh, and if you don't like Space Jam, like get over it, man. Everyone else likes it. So just maybe yeah. maybe try to enjoy the song because you're still going to hear it. And then if people stuck in your head, it's not a negative. What's that? We need people that are passionate about the sport and. Blake is one of the most passionate people about it. And he's Absolutely. a fellow Newtonian. So let's go cards. Is that what you call people from Newton? It's Newtonian baby. Yep. I mean, I was speedway. In. I was speedway ish. We'll work on it. Yeah. We'll, we'll, work <laughs> we'll come back with some, <laughs> I can't do no Newtonian. I just, <laughs> it sounds like you're a part of a long lost dynasty that still has a few fighters out there. <laughs> I mean, that sounds, yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> uh increase purse get it um oh i like this one from tyler jackson uh the shark ate dirt is his at um have combined shows with late model tours i love that i know it's difficult to track a, to prep a track i always do that i've done that 70 times this year to say trying to say prep a track, track, a prep. Say track a prep uh but yeah to track a prep uh like that um for lay models and sprint cars together i i know is supposed to supposedly it's a really tough thing to do why i say supposedly and i'm looking at the camera if you're watching on youtube i look confused uh they they did it at cedar lake and it ended up well they did it at they do it at the world finals every year I don't usually see poor racing there uh, unless the weather's really bad. And sometimes it is bad because it's really dusty at the world. It's finals. November 4th. What, what do you think it's going to be? You know, you're, you're asking for outer banks weather um, from the Netflix show uh, in November, uh, anywhere. That's 
you, man, you're too close. You're too close to Christmas. It's probably going to snow at some point. There's probably also a reason why the out, the Outlaws sprint cars and the Outlaw late models haven't done that very often either. Yeah, and that that is probably part of it. Um, my own, yeah, just my only thing is it seems to me like when it happens, it doesn't diminish either of either form of racing. But the diehards on one end or the other will tell you the opposite because they think their series should be the main show. And that's why they're doing that. And that's why you see a buzzword. And that's why you see this negative reaction. And it's not necessarily just because the track actually is bad. Maybe they just want their thing to be the main thing, which say what you will. I, I see- so Hopefully you get a little crossover. Yeah, I see through the bullshit is all I'm trying to say. Yep. <clears throat> um, oh, I want you to comment on this one. They had less than 10 cars run all the races, so they should not add any more nights to the schedule. I won't even say the name of who put that on there because it's. I, I'm guessing he's talking. I, I'm only full, halfway full through. This. Yeah, yeah, he's only counting full time cars, quote unquote. Yeah. So, I mean, you could also look at the Outlaws, too. Outlaws, I think, maybe had 12 or 10 to 12 full time uh, platinum drivers as well. So. I mean, like, like we were talking about earlier, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's four ten sprint car racing is, is not NASCAR cup series. Um, and, and you just don't have that number of guys that can do, um, an 80 race schedule or a 60 to 80 race schedule where you're racing every single weekend. So, um, that, that would be something that, that I would push back on. I mean, if, if you can get your 10 to 12 full-time guys and then you, you get 10 local guys, I mean, you're damn near at a full field and that's mostly what you get uh, whenever you go to, to these national tour events. Yeah. And that's what ends up happening to a, a ton of them. Um, there is, it's very tough to pay uh, very deep in the field like that. It takes a lot of money. It takes a big brand, it takes a brand that's been around for a long time um, to pay back to even 14th in the standings. I think the allies paid a 12th this year. And I'm sure there's, there's probably a little consolation prize for teams that run every race and finish after if there, if there was that number of teams running, but you know, you start the world of outlaws late model season, there's 19 full-time guys. It's never 19 by the end of the year. Exactly. Um, and that's just the nature of it. There's other races to run and money to be had elsewhere. And it's not necessarily that only 12 guys committed to the schedule. It's just like, Oh, Hey, this guy is a national contender and he committed. Uh, and then he wrecked the first three races. Okay. Well, he's out. Um, this guy got hurt. Okay. Well, he's out for sure. Um, okay. Well, this guy, uh, got in a fight, um, with his team and left the car. And again, these are hypotheticals. These are not real people. So he's out. Okay. So you've lost three cars on just random circumstances already. You know, you, you just can't ask uh, for more than what you get, honestly, at this point. And as we said, you're looking at a sales job back and forth. Who's not necessarily who has a better sales pitch, but who has more or a higher quality of things to sell. Um, Someone said they love how they run, run a clean show and they don't mess around. I agree with that. They, they definitely were braggadocious after the year on social media about what time their races got done. Um, and that's very important um, to the midweek show. Especially uh, in the middle of the week. Yeah. Uh, someone even, said, even, even during the week. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. You're good. Yeah, yeah. Especially uh, on a school night. But um, someone said burn the dice and it got five likes. I, I just, I want to know why, why do you think that? 
And are you are, are you, a, are you a pro like invert guy? Are you a pro invert guy? If you're saying burn the dice, are you a pro invert guy? That's what I want to know. That's the first. I, that's I'm going to start just asking people that when they complain to me, and then just okay, your opinion doesn't matter. Next, I don't have to reply to anyone else ever, ever in my life. That will be pro. Sorry, might change my name on here to to pro invert guy. You always go after the shit I hate. It's that's my. I need to make a burn. Unbelievable. I'm texting Chris about this. We're going to have a big fight. <laughs> He's a little preoccupied. Apparently, the Vikings got a fumble recovery. I don't know what the hell is going on, but a massive upset there. I um, do like uh, I do like some of the just kind of diving into uh, some of the other comments. Um, talking about like you you'd mentioned already the Indiana Sprint Week. Uh, he had he followed up and said winged Sprint Speed Week. Yes, um, yes. But some of the tracks that are are on there, man, that'd be if you could get like a winged and non-wing yeah that'd be cool i want more combination events between national tours i think that makes the most sense um if you can get even if it's not selling it night yeah and if you you can get away with selling it on the same uh ticket and you know even okay say it's 35 bucks when usac comes if it's 45 to see both usac and high limit or usac and the outlaws that's like so much more valuable to me than just one or the other and it's tricky though if if you start talking about like a five or six races in a week that'll add up quickly so that that's oh yeah 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 that's and that's the speed week thing we we touched on so we've hit every corner of this i think i think we're we're in a good spot um two more two more comments then we'll let you guys go it says more high admission i don't know what what is high admission time trial front row win racing in an art Sounds like sounds oh, like they're not. It's a, it's a Pennsylvania awesome. fan complaining that national tours might charge a little bit more for their races than weekly shows do. Yep. Which I mean that happens. NASCAR charges more than your local um, event. I want to um, ask him. Do you believe that Pennsylvania has the absolute tote for tote best all around weekly series in the country? Weekly drivers. Okay, which track are you picking then? Because that's not the same at each track. And you really think they're beating California? Hey, that's a hell of a uh, off we're team. We're team Knoxville here. Right I'm there. putting California above them. So can't say I'm biased. You can't say I'm biased. But well, happy team, Knoxville, team Knoxville is uh, the defending Tusky 50 champion. So there, well, didn't California have someone on the podium? Actually, I think I'm completely right. I don't think California did. Uh, no, that'd be rare. Chase was Chase Randall was on it. That's Knoxville again. Um, I got to assume the other guy was outlaws or PA. God, I can't even remember losing my mind. That's okay. Also, if anyone gets mad at me for a sarcastic comment on here, I will fire back way dumber. You cannot argue with dumb me. I promise. Like you think I'm like fun to argue with now. Just wait till you see the stupid version of me. Cause I won't let you don't, you can't distract me with facts. I'm just going to tell you mine's better. <laughs> don't be right. using gimmicks. Uh, last one here, uh, from the slide job racing podcast. And I, I'm not taking any tone from this, but I'm going to take the tone that I, I would assume he's saying yeah. might be kidding slightly on that. He says a $1 million points fund in a chase style championship format, like the Lucas dirt lay models. Everyone seemed to enjoy that. I agree. Let's do it. Do it in sprint car racing. I'd love to freaking see it. Love to see it. 
especially if the championship race is the last round award a regular season champion there now now your champion yeah. is deserving you don't even need to i got something for you yeah don't make it a, a one race winner take all i'm fine i would be okay with oh with shut actual, up no like, shut, no, no 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 yep yep what are we, we gonna it all comes down to race seven are we gonna do race seven to uh to yeah, it's too too many chances of something of, of a track having a big ass hole that Dave points out afterwards, or, <laughs> you know, what have you. Um, there, there's yeah, too many uh, things that can go wrong in, in in one single race. That's that's the one of the biggest complaints I've ever I've always had against a playoff format. It's not a stick and ball sport where it's just it doesn't it, to me, and that's just the traditionalist in me. It just doesn't yeah. compute. Well, I, I agree. But I think I my loophole. I think my regular season championship loophole absolutely alleviates all our concerns there if you did like an actual like the the original nascar chase style thing i would not hate that nearly as much as i would with a playoff that ends in one race wins everything that's another that, that might be another show for another time though it could be um i i would say i would like it and it, well you guys know my opinion on this winner take all championship it's just, it's because of how much of a big event weekend the sport has turned into. And what yeah. Crown Jewels end up with the World of Outlaws and what ends up with High Limit is going to be a big talker in the off season. It just is. So uh, Tony Stewart, the Eldora guy, sold his series to Brad and Kyle. So what happens to that weekend? That's a big question, right? I'm, I'm not, that was not tongue in cheek me. I was not saying that it's going to high limit just so I, yeah, y'all, y'all get it. I'm going to read some tea leaves there, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not even, that's, I'm not even remotely reporting it. I'm not saying you are. I'm just asking uh, questions. Is... We could ask more. We should just do a podcast where oh, we God, can ask just, questions. Just Conspiracy ask questions. 101. I think overall though, like I, I don't know if I've come off as, as being a little bit of a downer, but I think it still is awesome. I, a big, a big no, part of this dude, the lay model fans are going to love you for your takes on the show. No, I'm saying the high limit, just the whole high limit. I, th I think there's going to be a flood of lay model comp people in the comments that are just like, hey, came here from the last video. That guy's an idiot. Get this Josh guy on here more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I think it's great that you have racers that are going to be kind of at the helm of a, a big, maybe potentially the national tour in the game. I don't know. You know, we'll see what the, how the world of outlaws respond and, and how they move forward. But having guys that have done it for their, like their entire lives and not a, a corporate person or somebody that, uh, that is kind of the, the owner but not over get really overseeing the day-to-day -day stuff. Like probably Tony Stewart, this is me speculating. I, I, you know, Tony has so many different ventures. Um, I think that this will probably make drivers feel a lot more heard potentially. Uh, Cause that was a theme that uh, I had heard from a lot that uh, they don't feel heard. <laughs> and <laughs> that's a good way to piss off your, uh, your talent is not listening to them and not, uh, not taking their feedback. So maybe you just end up going and making your own thing. And then, then you'll listen to the talent, which are the drivers. So I, I it's, it's an exciting time. There's a lot of questions, but it's a, an exciting time to be a, a sprint car fan. I think it absolutely is. Uh, one more time we're brought to you by the Carlotto group. Thank you to them. Thanks for uh, being our presenting partner or presenting, presenting sponsor on the always race day podcast. And as far as the split goes, 
I don't need you guys to like everything, uh, but do watch everything and do it for us and do it for Always Race Day and read our shit. Uh, I hope this goes well. I hope it helps the sport. I hope it brings more eyes on the sport. Uh, whether it, I don't even want to say whether it ends positive or negatively. I can't wait to see how it shakes out um, and we'll just see. But don't lose your passion for it. Listen to us. Hopefully we can uh, bring you at least some laughs throughout the day. That's our whole goal with being informative, but being uh, relaxed enough where we can shoot the shit and just bring uh, more good We're race fans too. Yeah, more good moods to the sport. I'm, I'm a race fan before I'm anything else. Um, I wouldn't do it in like a real press box. I, we don't really have that problem anywhere, but if my guy Ayrton wins a race, I'm, I'm gonna be jumping out of my seat wherever the hell I'm sitting. It's not in the center tower at Knoxville. Don't climb down. No, you can jump on that. It's super solid. Damon won't believe me. I promise it's very sturdy. I felt it. It do, You can jump on top of it and it does not uh, fall yeah. down. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's stay, stay on it. Don't go play those old world of allies video games. And when you hot lap and you're driving around the pits, like you run into that, that tower doesn't budge. <laughs> Mike did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give him credit for building that whole thing. I'm hoping he gets in the hall of fame and they graciously let me speak for 15 seconds. I'm just going to say, Hey, he built that damn tower down there. Just so y'all know. All right. I uh, appreciate y'all listening. Uh, we will have more, uh, maybe later in the week, maybe Sunday. Uh, we're kind of just going to see how things shake out. Um, if stuff breaks, uh, expect a lot of emergency episodes and podcasts. Uh, this was kind of a scheduled one, but we're pretty quick with it. I I'm very comfortable now going solo. I've done three shows. I didn't like the Sunday one. Didn't like how I sounded because I was kind of jumping around from every one of the 70 comments I read about this bullshit reason why someone didn't like the championship. We've touched on it too much tonight already. Uh, but yeah, we'll be around. Uh, keep an eye on the podcast feed. Keep an eye on our feed and we'll let you know what's going on. And, uh, don't be afraid to ask. Like uh, I've had a couple people DM me while I'm recording this. So, uh, but appreciate everybody that listened and thank you so much. And we will see you when we see you, but enjoy the rest of your week, at least uh, as far as this one goes. So appreciate y'all.